They're back on the Football Outside the Box podcast, where we discuss the past, the present, and the future of football. So this weekend started off with a 3-0 comfortable victory for City. They went up early 2-0 within the first 20 minutes. And then after, after the red card, pretty much game over at that point. I mean, we know how, how it is. As we said, it was too much for Wolves to overcome. But I mean, talk about Holland. Who else but, but Holland to score, you know? It's just, it's getting crazy at this point. Yeah, I mean, Wolves got attacked like Wolves in this one, to be honest. Halando, as you mentioned, it's seeming like every single week he's on the score sheet. He can't go a single week without making sure that he's on the score sheet. And I give him praise in this one because a lot of people were, I wouldn't go as far as to say they were criticizing him, but they were highlighting the fact that all of his goals were mostly just tappings. Even though that is a big part of his game, just to be in the right place at the right time, this one wasn't a typical Haaland goal, as you say, which is just a tapping. This one was a pure strike from what you would call distance from his particular goal-scoring range. On his weak foot, can't really say too much bad about it. Just a quality finish. So I do want to praise Haaland for that as well. He's added another variety of a goal to his to his collection. So hats off to him for that one. Yeah, I mean, how do you stop this guy? You know, so we'll see. Next game, we have the international break, as I'm sure you guys are all aware. They will United travel to City. We'll see how that game goes if the Varane and Martinez can hold up. Erling Holland, because so far, not many center half duos have been able to. So, let's see. That'll be an interesting test for Martinez, especially. I believe that could go either way. He could either be aggressive, be on his toes, and get be the first to win those duels, or it could just be absolute capitulation mayhem for him. But we'll get more into that on Friday's preview. Make sure you tune in for that. Yeah, moving on to the game that you frankly said, put it in your words, pissed you off. Leicester allowing six goals to Tottenham. First half ended 2-2, all square. And it was it was already looking like a cracker of a game. But then everything went downhill from there, from Leicester's point of view. How did you view this game? Well, you're right. I did say that this game pissed me off and it started very open. I want to say the reason that this game pissed me off so much though was, yes, I knew that Tottenham were expected to win this one. We all knew that, but it was in it for Leicester. They had chances. They had great chances too. They had this chance, I remember, in the first half where Dhaka was clean through on goal. And I remember... He just, he just decided to take a long-range shot. 
outside the box. And I'm like, this guy's through one-on-one on goal. Why is he not running to, to the keeper? He's supposed to be typically known as a fast player. I think he's known for his pace. Correct me if I'm wrong, people. But what is he doing? Why? Why? And it's not just him. There were several moments from this Leicester team where I'm just like, what is up with your decision-making in the last part? They do so well to build up the play, generate chances. And then I'm questioning, what the hell are they deciding to do? There was another play where Madison, Tielemann spread it out, out to Madison. He has loads of space and then tries to play the extra pass to Tielemann, who ends up trying a back heel pass. And then the play just dies out. And you're just thinking to yourself, those easily could have gone in and completely changed the game. But then they allow Tottenham to get back into it, take back the lead, and then Son comes off the bench to score a frigging hat trick. A guy who hasn't scored all season. We know his quality, but they've allowed him to regain back this confidence for future games to come. Of course, they would do that. I'm not saying it's easy, just stop him, but very frustrating from from someone who wanted Tottenham to lose. Do you think it's down to Leicester's confidence? As we know, they're, they're still winless this season. You know, those decision-making in front of goal that you're talking about, is that really down to their lack of confidence, pretty much? Because, I mean, you wouldn't fault them if their confidence was, was just on the floor. Well, yeah, I think they had a lot of shifting around as far as our squad goes. They had some injuries. They were forced to play with indeed in centre-back for a good portion of the start of the season, at least a couple of games. And then they just got this new guy in fire, I think his name is. I don't exactly know how to pronounce it, but he's a, the new centre-back in to replace Fafana. I thought he had a pretty good game, to be honest, but... I think it's just too much chopping and shifting right now from Leicester. Not necessarily to the fault of Brendan Rodgers. I think he kind of, that's just the hand he got. But I do see Leicester improving as the season goes on. But it is hard to get out of a rut like that. Yeah, I mean, I think Leicester, I mean, the manager mentioned it himself. He's been dealt with, with nothing. He's the team hasn't been helped in the transfer window. I think a confident Leicester puts this game away. Yeah, and for Tottenham, good, good performance you could say to turn this game around. If you remember the first game of the season, they went down early to Southampton and came back to rot them four one. This game six two, Son with a hat trick, and. Just like we mentioned with City, Tottenham travel to Arsenal, the league leaders going into international break. Two huge games to, I mean, I, I don't know why there's an international break. I, I, I guess because of the World Cup final preparation, but I mean, come on. You've had four years to prepare for a World Cup. I, I, don't, I don't agree with it, but whatever. That's above our jurisdiction Two big derbies to pre preview after the international break. Don't forget to tune in to those previews 
guys, which will be arriving in about 10 days time due to the international break. Very excited for those. North London Derby and Manchester Derby, back-to-back, -back, same weekend. Holy shit. Yeah, I mean, what a way to return to the Premier League. But moving on to the final game of this weekend. Brentford providing no shock to Arsenal. Very similar to their win at Bournemouth. Their excellent start to the game. Saliba scored again, um, just like the game at Bournemouth. Let's hear from you. Exactly as I said in the preview. Saliba and Gabriel, rock solid at the back. I thought they dealt with every type of chance that Brentford tried to play. All the through passes, Saliba just was there with his pace. He's so quick across the ground. Dominant in the air too. Gave them no chances to win anything. Even Brentford, I felt, were trying to rough up a little bit with their long throws, etc. But... Again, centre-backs just dealt with it. Happy to see Saliba get the goal. You can see the passion as well. Party, so crucial to this team and keeping him fit is going to be massive for us. You can see and feel the difference between when he's on versus when, for example, he subbed out for Lakanga in this one. The way that he makes us just calmly win duels it's almost like there's two players in one with him. It allows an extra player upfield. It allows Xhaka to be able to really, truly get forward and get, get to creating chances. He got an assist today, Xhaka, with the Jesus goal, and probably should have gotten one first with the pass to Martinelli. And you can see what he's providing to the team by getting up into these areas. I want to credit Arteta for seeing that in him and getting the best out of him currently. I personally didn't think that that would be the best suitable role for him, but he's doing his shit, and I'm not going to complain about that. Jesus, again, goal scored, pressing as usual, link-up play was great. I do wish Arteta would have made the Marquinhos sub earlier, because he waited till the 89th minute for that. I would have rather to see him come on with Tamiyasu. It's around the 80th minute is when Tamiyasu came on. To kind of just get him getting flowing, get the rhythm going. He had such a great Europa League game. Scored and assisted to win us the game. He was lively. And he could have had an opportunity to rest Saka. We're 3-0 up in full control of the game. Why not? Why play Saka any longer when you know that you're going to be using him for such a majority part of this season and he's already played a lot of football and he has the World Cup coming up and he's been called up to the international break I just wish in certain moments in certain opportunities I think that's one area I'd like Arteta to improve on just Start thinking about resting players. I get if we're 1-0 up, if we're 2-1 up, you want to keep Saka on. I get that. But we're 3-0 up. 10 minutes to go. Full control of the game. Against Brentford, a side we really should be beating. But I'm not going to let that damp on the whole performance of today. We were great. 
Glad to see Vieira come in and score an absolute beauty. And he's and he had a great game overall, in my opinion. I think Odegaard might have to play deeper CM role, or he's got to be be wary of his spot. Vieira looked very good. Keep in mind he had, I think, the most chances created in all of Europe last season. So let's see what this guy brings. Exciting stuff. Oh, and also congratulations to the new youngest ever Premier League deputant, Ethan Nuaneri, 15 years old, came on with Marquinhos in the 89th minute. I think he touched the ball once, but huge achievement for him. Yeah, he probably won't see the light of day for any time soon, but what an achievement at 15. Good for the, good for the kid. We'll, we'll quickly round off on the other results, Aston Villa managed to scrape a 1-0 victory over Southampton. Fulham, as we mentioned, beat Nottingham Forest at home. Forest put up a good fight. They they went ahead, but then they conceded three quick goals in the second half, which really killed them off, I think. They did pull one back, but I think at that point it was a bit too late. Newcastle, Bournemouth. Bournemouth, ever since the sacking, they've they haven't lost. I, I believe they beat Forest three two, and they drew away to Newcastle, which is a great result for them. And finally, Everton managed to scrape a one 0 victory over West Ham. And now that's Everton scraping some some good results. Yeah, I was very surprised with that Everton one. It was a great game. At the end, and West Ham ended up putting up back the pressure. Patterson again, a guy I called out as someone who impressed me. He had a game-saving toe against Corney very close to the end of the match. And it's moments like that that are going to get you out of the relegation zone, get you into the top half of the table, get you the Champions League football, get you to win the title. Hats off to him. I think he's a great young player. He has a bright future ahead of him. Well, I don't think everything's going to make it to the Champions League. But no, obviously. I get, not, I get, I get but... your point. But on that, that will be it for today's episode. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. As always, we really appreciate the support. We love the football discussion. We want to hear some discussion from you guys. We want to hear some opinions, some comments. Leave some comments in the Facebook page. The link is in the description. You can leave us a DM, comment on one of the posts, whatever your preferred method is. Whatever platform you're listening to us on, by the way, on Apple, Spotify, make sure that you're hitting the subscribe button and download the episodes. And don't forget to turn on those notifications so you don't miss an episode and you stay up to date. And don't forget, the link to our Facebook page is in the description in the bio. So get liking our pages. Thank you guys very much. Thank you very much for tuning in as always and peace out.